get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and it's always drink responsible. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Tonight, y'all know what I'm drinking on. I'm drinking on my Crown Royal Vanilla. Uh, I'm drinking it straight tonight. Uh, Usually I mix it with Dr. Pepper and cream soda, but I'm just drinking it straight uh, tonight. Uh, last week, it was just straight water because I wasn't, you know, feeling too well, but I'm back. Uh, so I'm drinking on this crown again. Um, and also, I got to give a huge sponsor to my, a uh, huge shout out to my sponsor, Joe Shakinab and Shakinab.com. Go visit Shakinab.com for services, monthly updates, and contact information. Once again, visit Shakinab.com, promoting leadership and scholarship. So, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, we're going to get into, but, but first, before we get into that, uh, let y'all know new episodes are available every Friday. You can catch it right here on YouTube or you can watch it on uh, more listen to on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, too, if you want to sponsor the uh, podcast, just uh, hit me up at Drinking After Our Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Send a DM there. Or if you want to be a guest, same thing. Uh, send a DM to uh, Drunk After Dark Podcast, Facebook, Instagram page for uh, details. We'll make it happen. Everybody is welcome. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, an environment where we can have fun. We can talk. Uh, no judgment at all and stuff like that. You know, we know there's a lot of things that's been going on uh, lately. Uh, so we're just going to get into it. Um, I, I really want to talk about the Kyrie Irving. A situation and for those who don't know who Kyrie Irving is this just for those who don't know I know a lot of us know who he is but for those who don't know Kyrie Irving is a player for the Brooklyn Nets uh all-star point guard he's uh probably in terms of point guards probably top three in my opinion in terms of point guards in the NBA uh who he's up there definitely top five for sure you know however you rank your players that's on you but definitely top five um probably we can argue the most skilled point guard to ever play to me probably the best handles him and Steph Curry like neck and neck but I would give the edge to uh Kyrie Irving but uh Kyrie Irving's been in the news uh Really, in terms of ever since he got to the Brooklyn Nets, it's been one thing after another uh, with everything that's been going on. And I'm not going to count uh, 2020 because we were all going through things in 2020 uh, with the world shutting down and, 
you know, COVID and stuff like that. But uh, what happened recently to Kyrie Irving, he was suspended for five games for a post that he made, okay? Now, he didn't say anything. Only thing he did was that he posted a, I think it was like a movie poster or as a book uh, called, uh, was it, Negroes the Hebrews. And he just posted it, right? And he received a lot of backlash because of it, because it was viewed as anti-Semitic, right? Now, I, I can't say anything about it. Um, the book, the documentary, was a book or movie. I can't say anything about it because I have not seen it. So I can't make any judgment on it. I really want to talk about the punishment Calvary received. And the reason why I'm talking about this because I felt like the NBA was pressured into suspending him. When I thought the Brooklyn Nets, I felt like they had it, you know, under the under control, right? So just before we get to that point, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie's um, tenure with the Brooklyn Nets has been a rocky one. Um, ever since he arrived, he uh, got drafted to the Cavaliers, went to go play for Boston, and then, you know, was a free agent, went on to, uh, to the Brooklyn Nets. He brought KD along with him. Uh, and then they ended up bringing James Harden. They thought that's going to be like the big three. That never panned out. Um, so it, it's just, it hasn't really worked out like it's supposed to be, and it's really not working out right now, but he has been saying a lot of things over the course of time, you know, going to, uh, you know, he, he has the right to say whatever he wants to say. You know, you can argue with whatever he says, anything like that, that's on you. Um, but he's been saying a lot of things, you know, pretty much over the last few years. Okay, so this one, he really didn't say anything. It was just a, like a movie poster that he put on his post on a social media platform. And it was a lot of, it was a lot of flack about it. You know, like I said, anti-Semitic. And the Brooklyn Nets, they... Let's just be honest, they weren't too happy with Kyrie, but they weren't going to suspend him. What they were going to do is, is basically talk with him and educate him on, you know, what he posted and things like that, right? I felt like, you know, I felt like that was something that probably should have been done. But, you know, with, you know, People out there, you know, saying, oh, he needs to be suspended for what he didn't say, but what he posted. It was, uh, I felt like the NBA fell to the pressure of suspending him. I felt like the coverage of Kyrie, first off, nobody knew what this was before he posted it, okay? No, <coughs> excuse me. Nobody knew what it was. Uh, when he posted it so it kind of like brought attention to it brought really brought attention to it all right let's just call it what it is brought a lot of attention to it I heard it was like number six on the whatever but 
he brought attention to it. There was a lot of discussion, a lot of talk from a lot of people, which I personally believe they have not seen it. They're just going by what they've heard, which I'm a, I'm a firm believer. If you're going to criticize from somebody's uh, viewpoint, go and watch or read what they have uh, watched or read. And then you come out and I can respect that. But a lot of people just, um, was just coming after him, attacking him without, I don't think they actually even seen it, which is not fair to Kyrie because I felt like the Brooklyn Nets was going to have a sit down with him, talk with him. You know, I, I felt like they was going to do a lot of things behind closed doors. And then the NBA comes out, suspended him to me, not the suspension part, which I felt like the Brooklyn Nets had that under control, but it was the demands in order for him to get reinstated. That's the issue I'm having because I've never heard any, any athlete that's not criminal, right? It's not criminal, like drug charges or, you know, other criminal acts to where they have to go through this program to be reinstated into the league. What he said was not criminal, right? But at the same time, they want him, they, they treating this as like it's a criminal act for the demands that they want him to, uh, there's like five or six different criteria that he has to meet in order to get back on the court. I felt like that was unfair punishment because I felt like if you felt strongly about this, why not have a conversation with him? You know what I mean? I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished for what he said. Well, not necessarily what he said, what he posted, but I just felt as if maybe y'all could have sat there and had this conversation with him and say, Hey, you know, this is the reason why we feel like this, you know, things like that could have been done behind closed doors, but we know we live in a world where everything has to be out in the forefront. It has to be uh, publicized. It has to be blasted all over the media and social media. So it's heightened and everything like that. It's at a point I just felt like, and this this what really gets me, okay? The coverage he's getting is more coverage than what Brett Favre was getting for stealing which is a criminal act, by the way, stealing millions of dollars from those in need. And he knew about it. He knew about it. But yet it seemed like the coverage on him, you know what I'm saying? And I blame, I blame the sports writers. I blame the, the journalists out there because it doesn't fit their narrative. You know, you have a high-profile athlete like Brett Favre who goes steals millions of dollars from those in need. And basically in cahoots with, you know, the former governor of Mississippi and everything like that to build a volleyball stadium for a team that I'm going to be honest with you, don't deserve a volleyball stadium because they don't make that type of money to have a volleyball stadium. Let's get that out the way right now. Okay. They're not generating. You put $10 million because your daughter plays on a volleyball team. That team is not making nowhere near $10 million in a year maybe not even five years. So 
I just think that the coverage that Kyrie was getting is, I mean, he deserved his blame, but it's unfair to him. And also, too, you're not going after Amazon. Y'all not saying take this down. Like y'all telling this, y'all, y'all getting mad at Kyrie for something that first off, he doesn't own, he's not promoting anything of that nature. It's on a platform, Amazon's platform. Y'all not going after the big boss and the platform that's on, but yeah, y'all want to attack this person. Y'all talking about Kyrie. What about this platform? Y'all do everything y'all can to attack a, a person, but y'all want to attack the, the big the big platform that this is on. If it was that bad, why not tell Amazon, take it down? It's, it's something that I'm not understanding. If it was truly that bad, why not tell Amazon to take it down? I have no idea. I have no idea is because it's Kyrie Irving. Is, I mean, are we talking because it's Kyrie Irving or is the fact that y'all really can't get to who y'all want to get to so y'all go after Kyrie? And I've heard, I've heard a lot of the, you know, people out there talking with us uh, on the sports networks or podcasts, whatever. And I agree with Jay Will. If you're going to attack everybody involved in this, whether they put it on their uh, platform, on their social media, also attack the people that made it, also attack the people that uh, the platform is on, go down the line. But I've not heard anybody really going after the platform that is on. I'm not understanding that. It's like, how, how, how is that possible? Something is not, the math is not math. Let's, let's call it what it is. It's not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not getting it. Cause y'all, y'all want Kyrie Irving to apologize, but not the company that is going to profit off of this. He's not profiting off of anything off of this. The, the company is. They are. If y'all have a problem with it, go after the money. Go after the people who's profiting off of this. Like I said, I don't I don't speak on things that like I have not watched in terms of the actual product. But I'm watching the reactions of everybody. And they talking about, oh, well, he has to apologize. But Amazon don't have to, and it's their platform. Hey, I'm not, I'm not understanding. Don't pick and choose who you want to attack. If you're going to go down that road, everybody involved has to face the same consequence. Don't sit there and pick and choose who you want to go after. Or is there something that we don't know? Is a reason why they're afraid to go after it. You tell us. I don't know. Because sitting back, you know, Kyrie Irving is a talented individual. 
No, he, he's very talented. When he's on that court, y'all know he's he's dominating on the court, right? And yes, he has said things over the course of time. Like some things you agree with, other things is like, uh, I don't know about that one. I get it, but it's uh it's it's a conversation that needs to be had right and you have to also go after a platform let's just say if they put this on espn's platform are they going to attack espn or are they going to attack the person who posted a movie poster about that on another platform i'm just saying y'all help me understand all of this because i'm not understanding how this whole punishment thing works. You know, it, that's all I got to say about it. You know, if you're going, if you're going to attack one person, be fair, be fair in your attack. That's all I'm, I'm really asking because I seen what y'all doing to Kyrie right now. Y'all ain't doing that to Brett Favre. Brett Favre is basically going under the radar. Under the radar, right? And I've only seen just a, a handful of journalists, sports journalists, talking about this, and and some actual news and um, other news journalists as well. Talk just a handful. It hasn't been this whole controversy around Brett Favre, and yet it seems like we're we're looking at the coverage and Brett Favre is an athlete as well. He's an athlete as well. We ain't hear nothing about his uh, endorsement deals getting uh, cut, anything of that nature. If they have, it wasn't even publicized, but we hear Kyrie's, you know, relationship with Nike being suspended. That's publicized, but what Brett Favre is doing is actual criminal. Like, come on now. One once actions wasn't criminal. Um, was it controversial? Yeah, but was it criminal? The other person's actions not only was it controversial, but it was also criminal. So, if you're gonna be off about, if you're off a of law and order, be for law and order. Stop the bullshit. We, we all know y'all want to pick and choose who y'all want to prosecute. Go after. We know that. But go after everybody the same way. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, before we move on, uh, once again, make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all please like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark Podcast. Let's grow this platform. Uh, let's continue to make this one of the best podcasts out there. Uh, next week, I will have a guest on. I, this person, I've I've been trying for a very long time, and he finally agreed to come on. We're going to have a lot of fun with my uh, guest next week. So uh, just stay tuned. Like I said, new episodes every Friday. 
YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever you listen to podcasts, you know, check, check Drinking Out the Dark podcast out. Check it out. Tell your friends and family about it. We're on our way. Now, I got to apologize. I have to apologize to Georgia Bulldogs and the fans of Georgia. I felt last week I made a prediction that Tennessee was going to beat Georgia. At the time, Tennessee was ranked number one in the college playoff picture, and uh, they went down to Athens, and they just – the offense just looked terrible. I felt like the moment was too big for them. Uh, Now – because they used to beat the Hunter. They used to be the Hunter. Now they're the Hunted. Well, not anymore. But they went down to Georgia, and um, that first possession Georgia had where they got a fumble and Tennessee got three points, I said, okay. Tennessee defense, they're they're really good. And I got to give them props because the way they played, especially in that second half, they gave Tennessee's offense chance. That's a high-scoring offense, averaging almost 50 points per game. That's a high-scoring offense. I felt like with that explosive offense, they could actually turn this game around. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm apologizing to Georgia and all the Georgia Bulldog fans. That defense is probably the best defense in the entire country. I'm just going to say it. That defense was outstanding. Um, of course, you know, Tennessee had had his moments, but they didn't truly – the offense didn't really take over the game. The defense gave them, uh, gave them opportunities to go out there and make something. But the offense couldn't execute because Georgia's defense is just that it's just that good. And I know they got two players on that uh on that defense is probably first round draft picks. Um I don't know, man. They're the defending champions. And due to the fact that you have to beat the defending champions in their house, ain't like Georgia came to Tennessee. Tennessee had to go to them. Just like how Alabama had to come to Tennessee, it's a different environment, right? Especially if you don't play the national champion, well, the defending national champions at their house. And you know they felt like they should have been number one. But because of the schedule and who they played thus far, I can understand why Tennessee was number one. Um, but it's only their first loss, Tennessee. Keep your head up. It's only one loss. Y'all played the national uh, defending national champions. There's some positives you could take away, okay? You know you have a great defense because what that defense did in that second half, only holding that team to three points, is amazing in that second half. Secondly, you know your offense going to get going, going, you know, start picking it up. Do I think they're going to play like in a major bowl game if they finish the season with only one loss? I think so because this team is just that amazing. Um, I still would know – I personally still have Hendon Hooker as my number one. You can't blame a guy for one bad game because if that's the case, you know, you got to look at who they played, how they played for like over 12 games, basically. So he will still be number one in my book, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a learning 
step for uh, the Tennessee Vols. And I think they could, I think they're going to recover from it because I think they're going to look at the bigger pictures like, you know what, we actually could have won that game, you know. So, but Georgia, best team in, in the country right now. Georgia Bulldogs, obviously, is the best team in the country. Until somebody uh, beats them, they're number one. They're number one. And for anybody going against Georgia, good luck. Good luck, good luck, good luck. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Georgia, number one team in the country. All right. So, as y'all know, we're in November. We're, like, a couple of weeks away from Thanksgiving. Um, pretty much, I think we're in the holiday season now. So, um, I want you guys to really, like me, I'll tell you right now, I value um, family a lot. I, I love spending time with my family. You know, any chance you get during this holiday season, please spend as much time with your family. You know, enjoy the moment. It's, uh, I know we got, seems like it's coming up fast, like I said, Thanksgiving. And, of course, you know, we have uh, Christmas, New Year's. Of course, you know, you have the Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, all this stuff. Uh, no, the holidays is just, it's real big. So enjoy, enjoy the moment, enjoy this season. Um, and this, just be happy, just be happy. You know, it's, it's time of the year where I know if you work in retail or sales, this is probably gonna be your busiest time of the year. I know you're gonna be working hard and everything like that. But if you have a chance to, Basically, spend time with your family, man. Spend time with your family. You know? You know, I, I think that's the one thing, too. I think a lot of times, this is my personal opinion when it comes to companies, right? I think a lot of times companies don't really have, they really don't want you to spend time with your families. They want you to go out there and make them money, you know? Because a lot of them like, oh, this is our last ditch effort to hit our goals for the year, for the year, you know, stuff like that. So I just think that, you know, you can still do it, but please don't work too hard. Don't overwork yourself. And when you get home, relax, you know, watch a movie, watch a game. If you play uh, video games, uh, whether you play like me, I play NBA 2K23 now on my iPhone. So if y'all do that, man, just have an outlet because it's going to be a stressful time of the year. I know a lot of people are looking for gifts and everything like that. Um, and stay tuned too, man. I might have some uh, ideas for you guys later on. You know, you're still looking for some um, ideas. Stay tuned in that. But this is a season where, you know, just to uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. I, I enjoy spending time with my family, especially during this time of the year. And uh, I hope you guys do the same. All right. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, once again, follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And please like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Also, new episodes every Friday, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please tell your friends and family about Drinking After Dark. Uh, also, too, man, any updates, 
uh, just uh, go to my social media pages. As I mentioned before, I give you updates, uh, everything that's coming on. Next week, I'm going to have a, a very special guest on. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some of the things that you know, guys talk about. But it's going to be fun. Like I said, this is a platform where we could talk about anything. We're not judging at all. We're just all about having fun, having great conversation, and have a drink or two. So I'm going to go, go ahead and enjoy some more of my Crown Royal Vanilla. Until next time, everybody, this is your boy from Drinking. This is your boy Darius from Drinking After Dark Podcast. And we out. Peace. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on. It. So you know that I'm on. It. Gotta make sure that my family's Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.